back, folks. We have just concluded week one of the fantasy. I had several owners reach out and ask for a content drop. And as you know, I'm a people pleaser at heart. So here we are. And honestly, this is, uh, I'm not just saying this, this is my favorite pod to do every year. Um, This is the third rendition of this now. So I'm really happy we're still doing it. This is the blind ranking. My brother comes on and blind ranks all the squads. So just like the previous two years, the team owner names have been scrubbed. He only is looking at teams 1 through 12 and their rosters. Uh, I went back and did some history on this because I was kind of curious. Last year, Ryan was 2 for 4 on successfully picking the last place, the last bottom four finishers. Uh, and the year before that, he was 3 for 4. So uh, pretty good, Ryan. I would say that you're, you know, I, I'd say 5 out of 8 is honestly not that bad. So, uh Without further ado, how you doing, my man? Good. So to give you a little backdrop on my last year's standing result, I ended up going to the finals and getting bounced. Uh, you know, just sometimes you pick those start-sick guys. I ended up picking Kyler Bumass Murray, and Daniel Jones put up 34 and would have won me it. And I didn't I didn't do that. So this year I, I vowed to not make that mistake. I, I let Kyler go, and then I took Daniel in the late round. So we'll see how that pays off for me. And for those keeping track at home, that would have been a back-to-back Ramali brother fantasy football championship. Because Ryan would have been something special. Would have been, I mean, perhaps unprecedented, honestly. Certainly, um, certainly. Which and it's really been killing me because I haven't been able to talk to you about fantasy stuff because I've been trying to keep this pod under wraps. Because last year I told you my squad, so it kind of ruined the experiment at least in my eyes um so i was very diligent this year about not letting that corrupt the system right. here um so i'm also thrilled that now we can actually start exchanging texts because i feel like yes that's that's kind of what i need you know i need a the floodgates have been open the proverbial fantasy floodgates yes. amen amen oh <laughs> uh i gotta say though i think it's only fair ryan uh i was not a fan of your squad it was well known. I am not a fan of it, um, and I only feel like it's fair since you're going to be shitting on other teams that you provide the opportunity for other teams to shit on you. So yes, yeah, so I also wanted to preface this. Right now, I'm in. This is a bad point. This is a low point. I feel like Michael Jordan in Space Jam when he gets his powers taken away. Mm. All eyes are on the plantation. I had to change my fantasy team name. I'm a little bit in tweak mode right now, but. You know, it, there's a lot of season left. I realized I'm not playing for weeks one through eight because I'm going to let the bottom feeders occupy the bottom four slots in our league, and then I'll just kind of sneak my way into the playoffs and then, uh, you know, just really produce weeks 14 through 16. So that's kind of how I tried to structure my team. Yeah, and so so if you – with that in mind, Ryan, could you go through your roster right now for the folks at home? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> this is, this is going to hurt me here. All right, so I took Mike Evans – and Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas first round, Mike Evans second round. I got absolutely lambasted. And to be fair, right after I drafted Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins was on the board, I wanted to do something rash, but I had to talk myself down. And yeah, that hurt though. So we'll just go top to bottom here. So Daniel Jones, my QB. Who looked pretty good, actually, honestly. I think Daniel Jones is money. You're but big... also Matthew Barry, that's Matthew Barry's ride or die. So either that's a kiss of death or that's a good thing. I, I can't Oh, really boy. I, I tend to... Ugh, Matthew Barry is... Yikes. Okay, it's continue. Tough. It's He's no Field Yates, though. Okay. <laughs> Daniel Jones is my QB1. Okay, this is where it gets really sketchy. My RB1 is technically J.K. Dobbins. Yep. I guess you could say. He's my week 8 through 16 RB1. Right. But right now I have Ronald Jones. I picked up James Robinson and played him last week in a little FanDuel style action. Sometimes I like to do that just to mess with the owners in the league, just to show them that I can pick someone off waivers and maybe, maybe scrape a little bit of the win, just to kind of show them, you know. It's sure. not about you draft necessarily. It's about it's it's about beyond the draft. Sure. And then I said WR1, Mike Evan, or Michael Thomas, WR2, Mike Evans. Flex will probably be A.J. Brown most of the time. I thought he, he was a freak last year towards the end of the year, so I figured he'd be good. But I guess fucking Corey Davis is now, I don't know. With last <laughs> night's game was a little bit of a disappointment. And then T.J. Hawkinson is my tight end. And then okay. I, got some, I got a couple rookies on the bench. Cam Akers, Zach Moss. Uh, for some reason, I played on Johnson week one, too. That was a little bit too much of the uh, – too much of the – bullshit play going on but sometimes you got to 
Amen. Well, there we go. So that's the squad. Uh, I'm sure there will be some shitting on in our group, me, Ryan, of that squad. Uh, just yep. expect yep. it in full. Good luck, yep, though. I've gotten... Yep, thank you. Good luck in your season. And with that, with all, with that out of the way, um, let's get into it. So, folks, we'll like just like last year, we'll go bottom to top here. Ryan will he will. So Ryan doesn't know these team names. I don't know who he's gonna say. Um, so we're just gonna go starting at the bottom to the top. Um, also, I've got to say though, what makes this particularly interesting is this was a really wild week one from just an injury perspective. Because I honestly feel like Ryan, if we had done this pod last this time last week the rankings changed dramatically i would think just based on what i was seeing um so very interested to see now that we're doing this a week in uh where the ball lies and with that i'll pass it off to you to pick your uh last place finisher the team you have absolutely no faith in the team that really shouldn't have even showed up to draft who is that ryan my bottom tier team is team two team two okay Team two is ah yikes that's Dan Slesher, oh okay. boy yes not Dan to be fair didn't do any prep I didn't like his team from the jump I was really surprised yeah we'll get into it what do you, why did you why did you have him in your in your last place I mean to start us off Le'Veon Bell is I don't know what round he drafted him but if you watched him last year you didn't you wouldn't want it. Part of him, I don't. He may have even been like a top twenty-five guy, but he just is not pleasant. He wasn't pleasant to watch. You had him last year, stuck. didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He stuck to watch. I, I hated every second of it. I mean, he may get you nine points a week or whatever off of thirty touches, but he's just—he's not there, and he's only going to regress. So I, I, and he's already injured, so that's that's cooked. Well, uh, for those of you at home, actually, this just in at 4.22 p.m. today, Eastern Time. He's now on the IR for a hamstring issue. So, wait, I think I... the IR rules are changed, though. It's, like, shorter or whatever. Yeah, it's three weeks, but still just not good. Um, not good, no. And he was drafted in the fourth round, uh, back half of the fourth round. Um, it was pretty much in the moment, a bad pick. Uh, everyone knew it. Dan knew it. Um yeah, just that's just like setting a four. It's like it's like setting a fourth round pick aflame with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yep. Okay, so continue. I mean, Aaron Jones, Michael Thomas, not bad. Michael Thomas just got hurt though. This team's just gonna have trouble making the playoffs, I think. Yeah, Aaron Jones. I don't know, man. I uh, I obviously had Aaron Jones and I rode him to a fantasy title, but I always, honestly, in my heart of hearts, felt that he's a bit of a like a Fabergé egg. Like I just, it's a Fugazi, it's a Fugazi. You know, I just. I just I, he had 16 touchdowns. I don't think he's gonna have that many this year. Um, you know, and they they drafted AJ Dillon. They already have Jamal Williams. There's just it just kind of scared me. I don't know. Like I could see him still being an RB two value for sure. I don't know if he's gonna crack the RB one. Would be my assessment. But yeah, I th- I think that's good. At least Aaron Rodgers looked good though, which helps out the run. Obviously. He did. He did look great. Agreed on that. Um, anything else on Dan's team? I think that's about it. It's funny to see DeAndre Swift miss an absolutely gimme touchdown, so he'll probably never see the field again for the rest of the year. No, yeah. that's not that's an exaggeration, but it was still funny. That was rough, yeah. I would say one thing I like about Dan's team is I think there's some... He's got some... Of the of the folks who have flyers, he has the best kind of like flyer guys. Yeah, he's got some good flyers. Josh Kelly's good. Yep, Josh Kelly. Jarek McKinnon, I could totally see him having like a little three-week in between... Like week <laughs> six through nine. You got no love for Jarek? No. I don't know, man. I think... Uh, I think Shanahan likes Jarek. I don't know. I wouldn't... I like that one... Um, I mean, Sterling Shepard's rough. Mike Giusecki, also rough. But, yeah. I probably wouldn't have had this squad in the last myself, but I could see that it's a compelling case to be made. Uh, any other parting thoughts before we move to number 11? I think we're good. Cool, cool. Keep it going. All right. Sitting at 11 is Team 1. This may surprise people, but this has some bias in it. This is this one, you told me this one pre, and I think that, that you're way, way wrong here. Uh, but that Team yep. 1 is Bennett. Uh, okay. And honestly, maybe I just sensed it was poor ownership, and then it just kind of <laughs> good, good. Just kind of the style. Of yeah, it's kind of like yeah, kind of like your subconscious just knew something was up. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I um, I honestly think this is like a top three team. So I, 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 I would love to hear your analysis on how you think Bennett's team is actually the eleventh worst team. Okay, so 
the thing about this is this team may make the playoffs, but it just doesn't have a fucking chance of winning it because Dalvin Chicken Leg Cook will never ever produce in weeks fourteen through sixteen. That is the biggest bias though, because I he's he's burnt me too many times, and I I mean he is an amazing player, but he won't be there. When Wait, you need him. did you have Dalvin last year? Yes. Ah, and then he didn't, and I had him the previous year, and oof, boy, that was. And tough. I was subjected to playing. Who was that dude? Oh, oh yeah, Madison. Alexander Madison. Madison. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I had yeah. Like four Vikings running backs. I did too. I, I bought them all too that week. Um, I think the thing here, I definitely think you're by. It hurts losing a fantasy championship. Um, I know Gertz, you don't know what that's like, but it's rough. It's really, it does just like it sits with you in a way that it's really hard. Even logically, you can think. It's just emotionally, it's just a gap that is oftentimes too big. to to cross, you know. Yeah, so you keep going down the line. Dre is good. I mean, I like Dre. Obviously, Dre is amazing. Moster, I, d- I don't. Last week was a FanDuel week for him. He popped off and got a huge ass reception. I think the Niners are trash. Jimmy G's trash. That's why, honestly, they're going to have a huge hangover year here. Kittle is such a good player, but in fantasy terms, I don't think he'll be there for you. There's, They just don't have enough offense. To, he gets so much coverage. They don't have that many good players and like, well, yeah, yeah, he just gets too much coverage. He's he's a really he's an example of a, a, just an incredible football player, but not a great fantasy football player. Yeah, I know. I and Kittle is on Kittle's on my has yeah, been on my injured. squad the past two years. I love him. No love for yeah. D. I just feel like here's what I'm saying though. I think you have, you know, I still think DeAndre Hopkins in the Cardinals looked great, and I was kind of low on the on DeAndre specifically, even though I love Kyler Murray, um, but. I, I, I thought DeAndre and Kyler looked even better than I ever could have guessed, and I'm really that could be a wide receiver one. Like that could be the top wide receiver this fantasy year if the, if the things hold there, you know. Yeah, he looked like a freak. Kyler looked like a freak. It was actually pretty wild, wild to see that. Um, so yeah, is there anything else? I, I would say the one thing that's funny. I was talking to another league owner about Bennett's team. Um, no love for Naheem Hines with the Jonathan Taylor. That's also, I think, a nice little just how you doing little treat, you know. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a it's a nice little treat. But I mean, I, I'm just he's a guy you just have on your team. Nobody really wants to trade for him. I don't know. He's he's all right. You can, yeah, he's all right. Okay. He doesn't get me excited. Okay. Well, Ryan, I think you missed one there, but we'll keep going on. What's your tenth worst team? Uh, tenth worst is Team Five. Oh wow, that is Alex Gertz's team. You really went for the really went for the big guns here. So no love for Gertz's team. Nah, not not much. Okay, rock me through it here. David Johnson, honestly, I don't know. He he looks pretty good, and Houston's not a bad team. That could be that could be decent there. Joe Mixon just okay for me. Receiving core leaves a lot to be desired. Ronald Jones. I mean, he's he's got a decent, decent back set up here. He's got quite a bit of depth. Marquise Brown isn't bad. I mean, this team's all right. I wouldn't put him in like a. A lot of these teams in the middle here are kind of just. I don't know. It's a coin toss. You kind of just gotta go, go with your gut. And I went with my gut here, and and it and it said no. Yeah, I um. Now, it is fair that Gertz is in full-on panic mode, so you're definitely not wrong, at least from your assessment of how you think they're performing to the owner's own assessment. Um, you know, there was a lot There's a lot here going on. Uh, you know, Mixon and Miles Sanders, from, so I was drafting at 12, and, you know, I pretty much had the pick of the litter of those second-tier running backs. You know, your Joe Mixons, your Miles Sanders, your Austin Ecklers, um folks like that and I uh there's just both of those guys Miles Sanders with the hamstring issue is just a kiss of death and then Joe Mixon is just running behind a porous offensive line and you know I just feel like those those both kind of those RBs scared me and actually David Johnson I think was my favorite of the three running backs primarily because I think Bill O'Brien's job is pretty much right considering he gave the house to get DJ he's got to have a good year you know, like yep. his job yep. is on the line. So I do really like DJ, actually, for that reason, which is why I wanted him. Um, but Odell Beckham had another just classic Odell performance. Cooper Cup, I think, is, you know, he's fine. But, yeah, I don't – again, I probably wouldn't have had this team in the bottom four. There's some folks you must be overrating here because I not I would not have put that team there. But 
Uh, any other thoughts on Gertz's team? Yeah, OBJ. I, I mean, I go back and forth on whether I want him to do well or not, but I, I think most of the time I just want him to kind of suck. So yeah, just not a good yeah, just not a good teammate. It seems like seems to yeah, be... not a good guy in the locker room. I would yeah, say. and I just think it's kind of rough. Um, I've I've heard you know I I feel like now just perpetually character guys are always linked to the Patriots. Um, so that could be a little fun nuance if he gets thrown over there, but it was a pretty ugly start for uh, Odell. And I think we really have to start having conversations around Baker Mayfield and if he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL because it does not appear to be shaping up that way right now. God, yeah, it's tough, man. I don't, yeah. he he's kind of little. He's little and just looks scared back there. He's scared. He just dips out of that pocket faster than even Lamar and it's dude, like, man, he, dude, he gets now. out he has no he doesn't want to he he's like one of those guys that as soon as it's it's hike he's thinking how do I get the fuck out of this pocket you know yeah yeah and you don't want that no <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't you don't want that um so yeah I definitely think Gertz has already made multiple comments in the group me saying that he's dropping 36 bucks on Snell this week so uh who knows if that's just bluster but he certainly seems to be a guy who's concerned about his team at this moment. Yep. Okay, moving on. Team, so this is the ninth. So this is the last of the teams that will not make the playoffs. Who is it? This team may have overlooked me. They should have probably been shifted back. But Team 12, um, as I'm looking at it, oof, tough. Not good. <laughs> not good. Wow, Team 12, huh? Mm. Yeah. Okay, Team 12. That is Chris Gertz. Chris Gertz, okay. The, 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 he's not going to respond well to this. Uh, yes, that is the... And that was the actually runner-up to last year's squad. Um, but you just have... He, he was in the he was a finalist? Yeah, he yeah I played him in the finals last year. Gotcha, okay. Uh, wow. So run me through... Again, so you think you would have even put this team lower after looking at him? Potentially. But okay. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll go with the... We'll go with the... We'll go with what I said. We'll put him here. Okay, run me through. What do you got? Kenyon Drake, he, I mean, he's kind of shiny, and he did well last year, but he just doesn't seem like a 16-week guy to me. Some guys you just look at, and you're like, ah, is he is he a 16-week guy? No, absolutely not. Kenyon Drake is one of those. Chubb, snap count was scary. Kareem Hunt seems to – that's just such a timeshare. And I also – I mean, when he was in there, he looked pretty good, and I think he had a – he busted like a 20-some yarder. And yeah. I, the Browns in general, they're going to be playing for my – I mean, they play the Ravens, so I hope it's not just week one, like, oh, they're going to be fucking horrible, but – no, but it could be trending that direction. I uh, so as I um, I also am of the opinion that I think I I think the one thing that just really surprised me is how low Kareem Hunt was going in drafts this year. Um, I so he went at the end of the fifth round in our league, um, which just didn't make a lot of sense to me because I've just seen like no indications that like ever since Chubb came back, it was like he was. Like, he he was not getting that many more touches at the back half of last year. And I also just feel like they're the Browns. They're going to be playing from behind all the time, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. going to be that, you know, that's the game script that they will be operating out of the majority of the time. So, for me, it's like, and they're just, I, I, you know, I just, I never really understood why Chubb was, I always thought, like, they, those two should have, like, maybe... Kareem Hunt was right where he should have been, but then Chubb should have been more like a late third, early fourth round guy for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Anything else on the on his team? Mm, let's see. There's a few things. I mean, I will, I will say that I don't really know. I haven't watched DJ Moore that much. Teddy's the QB on Carolina, right? Yep. Maps even, I don't I love Teddy. He seems like a good guy, but not sure how elite he is. Robert Woods, eh, so-so. Calvin Ridley obviously blew up, but he does that sometimes. I don't know. He's just, he doesn't seem like a consistently good scorer. A.J. Green, eh. That's interesting. The Bengals will be extremely interesting to see this weekend. I mean, I'm really excited for that Thursday night game. I think they play the Browns, right? They do, yep. Yeah, that'll be a good game. I'll, I'll be watching that with uh, close eyes here. Yeah. yeah, just not much on the bench, really. I mean, one thing I do like is I think I love. I always respect an owner who has the the handcuff to their. You know, like if I'm gonna make the bet, I'm like, 
I'm going to make the bet on the like the whole squad as opposed to an individual player. So I like that he has Chase Edmonds. It's great insurance on Kenyon Drake. Um, ultimately, and yeah, uh, this team beat me this week by five points. So I, I I'm still oh, pretty damn five. That's tough. Yeah, I had Gostowski and he he netted me one point. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Um, but yeah, so I, I you know I think. I, I actually liked Chris Gertz's squad more than Alex's for sure. I like I'm higher on Calvin Ridley though. I think the the Falcons are gonna be throwing the ball a ton, um, and I yeah. I wanted Calvin Ridley actually in the draft, and Chris took him right before me, and then I had to take another guy. Um, so yeah, I uh, yeah I actually liked Chris's team more. I, I, you know they're not I, they're definitely not as good as they were last year from the draft side of the house, but. Yeah, Zach Moss. You know, I, there's still some stuff there in AJ Green. There's still some treats on the on his bench that I think could come out pretty big for him. Certainly, yeah, he's he's definitely not dead. Okay, so those are your bottom four. It went Chris Gertz at nine, Alex Gertz at ten, Bennett at eleven, and Dan at twelve. So there we go, Bennett, Dan, both Gertzes. We will see if that if those come to fruition, Ryan. All right. Um. Okay, so moving on. So this is team team eight here. So the first team that's just barely sliding into the playoffs here. Who's that going to be for you? We are going to go with team four. Ah, that's me. That is me. Okay. Uh, okay, hit me with it. I mean, honestly, the thing is, Jonathan Taylor got lucky. Okay, so looking through some of these rosters, I realized I probably did something I shouldn't have done, which was... For some teams, I looked at as if last week hadn't happened yet, and then some teams I looked as if it had. Yeah. So it seems like this team I probably looked as if they hadn't maybe because Jonathan Taylor's now pretty good. I mean, he's he's a back you might – the thing about the Colts, though, is they're not a super high-powered offense, so the running backs may may suffer as a result. Phillip Rivers, I mean – Did not look good. Did looked, not look good. Looked very Phillip Rivers-y. He's never looked good though, but he still just makes pat. He makes plays. I don't know, but that Jonathan Taylor, I just can't get hyped on. I don't see him being. I think J.K. That's a biased opinion though, because I drafted J.K. Will produce higher though. Will produce many more fantasy points than Jonathan Taylor. I will say that. Wow, that is uh even now with the Marlon Mack injury, you're still standing by that. Yeah, this team may be a little too far back though because. There are some guys on the bench that maybe could be put up in the roster that are on this sheet, but still just kind of a mid, mid-tier. Devontae, obviously, is unreal. He had an unreal week last week. Diggs is actually pretty solid. I like Josh Allen, so Diggs will be an interesting person to see. Kelsey, obviously, is solid as a rock. Not a bad squad. Yeah, I um, I like my squad this year. I actually, I definitely like this squad more than last year's, uh, mainly because I think Dev- I just feel Devonte Adams and Ch- Travis Kelsey were my first and second round, and um, I just I don't feel unless they get injured, those guys are going to be solid in producing week in week out. So uh, that feels much better than my Odell Juju last year. Um, but yeah, like I said, I the one thing I wish on my team I would have had more is I don't I I prioritize too much of folks who are just like like I have uh James White and Tariq Cohen and Boston Scott. It's like all three of those guys are kind of the same. Like yeah. they're yep. you know, they're not really they'll be good, they're fine flex plays, but they definitely fall into like that Naheem Hines category where it's like yeah, they're good. You'd start them if you're in a pinch, but you're not getting you're not getting aroused with those guys in your lineup. You know, it is kind of nice to just have a couple of those guys to look at matchups though and see if they haven't gone off in a little bit and plop them in and play a little Fanduel style. I, I'm a big fan of Fanduel for those who are. Yeah, them. that's yeah. You are a big Fanduel guy. Yeah, that's fair. Like, and I definitely will. But it's also like you know, I I got too cute and I played James White instead of Melvin Gordon and that cost me. You know, so. Yep. It definitely, I do feel like there is value in just having like a Zach Moss who's like, hey, this guy, if he, he could be worthless, but if he, if things break right, he's now a, t- a you know, a t- an RB2 or like a fringe RB1. And yep. I don't, like the white Boston Scott, 
uh, Tariq Cohen, like, none of those guys have, like, a path to RB1, really, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. But I still like the squad. I think the Jonathan Taylor news, like, the Marlon Mack stuff. See, you're you're much lower on the Colts. I, the Colts have a, an unreal offensive line, and Jonathan Taylor is an absolute freak physically. And Phillip Rivers is the checkdown king. So all of those, to me, equate to just a nice a nice RB1 finish for Jonathan Taylor this year. Fair enough, yep. you got to defend your players. Amen, brother. Okay, so that's Team 8. Let's move it on. Okay, next team is Team 8. Team 8. So this is that was a little confusing. This is Team 8, but this is the 7th best team, essentially. And you said Team 8, right, Ryan? Yep. Okay, that is... Let's see... Yeah, this team should have been shifted back too, especially with injuries. Oh, so I mean, this outside is outside of Saquon. I really don't even know who the hell you'd want on this team. Leonard, maybe. Oh, so this is this is Bill Stevenson here at seven. Yeah, it's pretty ass actually. Looking at it. this is a generous seven. Uh, yeah, Bill's team was rough for me. I gotta say, uh, hit me with it here. Why this would have been a team that I had in my bottom four. Uh. Hit me with why. I mean, outside of Saquon, who are you going to be able? Who wants any of these players? Are people going to be trading for Julian Edelman? Probably not. Brian Edwards. I don't even know what. <laughs> no one knows who that is. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, I had to look him up. I'm not gonna lie. He is a rookie. Rookie receivers, unless you're an absolute freak of nature, always just. You gotta realize mediocre. one thing. They're I was... week eight through sixteen guys, though. They can't pop. But I, the thing about Bill that I just absolutely admire is. His drafting style is wholly unique to him. Like, he literally, like, looks at game tape of players and makes assessments with, like, not as much. He doesn't really care where they end up. He's just like, I just want to find, and he finds real joy in finding the guys that even the fantasy experts miss. Um, So he really, that's like, he's got to do it. He was on Corey Davis two years ago. He was on Devontae Parker before that. Like, and sometimes it works. Most of the time it doesn't. But, I mean... It sounds like it doesn't if he was on those two players. Uh, but, you know, that's what, how he is. Like, I respect... Actually, Parker had a decent year. Once. Yeah, he's okay. good. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely a team that, like you said, post-week one, I think, is in a rough spot. I mean, James Conner uh, is already injured. <laughs> um, the, the Saquon thing, I don't know what to make of the Saquon thing. Like... Are we sure he's good? Like, act, like, are, are we sure he's in a good system, I should say? I mean, I'm personally, I, I am a fan. I, I have Daniel Jones, though, so I have, I want them to be good. I do think Daniel Jones can sling the rock, and I think that helps the running game. Their offensive line, though, could struggle. I mean, I'm just like, I, there's certain like things that are just red flags for me. In a running back having eight carries for negative three yards in an NFL game, like, that's really alarming. You know, like, that is like, like, I've, I mean, I've watched, you know, I've been following, I can't, I can count the number of times on one hand I've seen a stat line like that. Um, And I just don't know, like, I'm not saying that he's a bust, but there's no way he's returning second overall. Like, there's no way he's an RB2 in my mind after that. Like, that is... We're not just talking, like, a 12 carries for 56... Or, like, 16 carries for 56 yards and no touchdowns. Like, eight carries for negative three yards is, like, holy shit, what is going on, you know? Yep, yep. Um, And then, like you said, Julian Edel... And, like, I honestly think that... I don't know if the Patriots are going to be throwing the ball a ton. Yeah. Like, they just look like they're going to be kind of be running, like, some sort of, like, wing tee, like, almost like the Lamar Jackson offense with even less passing, and it's like, I just, I don't know if I want... It is bizarre. The Patriots are going to, they scraped out a win against the Finns, but... Yeah, and I have James White, so I'm equally on, like, kind of made the bad side of that bet, but, uh... Yeah. And then, yeah, Fournette looks like a complete bust, and then, I mean, after that, it's like... I mean, it's rough. I mean, he's going to be on the waivers for sure. I mean, the only thing is maybe Ertz, but even Goddard, that could be literally be a timeshare at tight end. And I don't know, man. It, it, it's grim over there. Yep. I he agree. does have Russell and Russell and Bus- Wilson, though, so you got to respect that. Yep. Okay. Russell keep... is, I mean, he's elite, so. He is elite. Okay, keep it going. Okay, next team I have is team, this one's tough, but team 10. 
Team 10. Okay, Ian Imhoff. Wow. This is a team this I would have had higher. Yeah, this team is solid. This, these, these teams are tough here, I think. 10, 3, 7, 11, and 6 are tough. I think 6 and 11 are... are okay, I won't spoil anything, actually. Yeah, so Team 10. Okay, so give, give me... What's the rundown here? What are you thinking? I mean, Clyde is obviously money. I think he has high potential to be top 8, top 5. Potential I agree. Guy. He looked, is just unbelievable. He looked great. I mean, he looked great. He didn't... It also appears that he's getting the goal line touches, like... I mean, that is, like, the just the ideal scenario there. You're in an elite offense, and you're yep. getting goal line touches, and you're the primary back. Like, that's the holy trinity. If you get if you can get that in a running back, like, you're going to be loving life. You know, you're a top— yep, that makes for good production. Yeah. I, I, love, I, I love Hilaire. People wanted him. Ian got him. Congrats, Ian. Yep, that's awesome. I also wanted him, but taking him at six was probably a bit too bold. I think that's what Ian did. I think Ian was six. Let me check that out. Ian Ian went and got his guy. That's I respect that. I do yeah. too. Anyway, can I, can I played it safe, suppose or safe in quotes, and I ended up with Michael Thomas, who's now injured, so that may be my demise. Hey, I get it, man. It's a fickle bitch fantasy. It is, but I mean Ingram's not great, but he still has some players to plug in. Maybe you can plug in Malcolm Brown, or Daryl Henderson really didn't do shit, but Malcolm Brown. But he did the same thing last year. Week one, they say he he was pretty solid, and then he just kind of wasn't. So we'll see if he's nothing or if he'll be something. Julio and AR, not bad. Julio's obviously elite. AR, ugh. I mean, Bears are – they did win, though. But Bears are Bears are not good. Trubisky's not good. Mark Andrews did look good. He caught some, some pretty nice touchdowns last week. And then DK Matt, I mean, this team is solid. I would – the ranking isn't isn't uh, justice to to the quality. I think it's a pretty good team. Agreed. Yeah, I like Dean's team team from the draft. Um, I think the AR stuff, like you know, he's unfollowing the Bears players. Yeah, you know, that's always a shit show. Yeah, I don't I don't know how much really to read into that. Even if that is true, he has Anthony Miller, so he almost has like a wide receiver handcuff. So, um, I like that. I think Ingram is just like a you know I don't think he's you know, I think like I do think that ultimately Dobbins will start to see more touches um, in that offense. So, you know, yep. Ingram's value is definitely diminishing, but uh, still going to be a nice start, and will most likely, at the very least, even at the worst case, I still think he's a fine flex play. Um, and it's nice. I like Tevin Coleman. I think it's nice to have a piece of the San Francisco backfield if you can. Um, and then, yeah, I think Mark Andrews honestly could be the tight end one this year. Uh, yeah, he very easily could. I could that's that's possible. Very he looks possible. great. Yeah, solid squad. Um, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think six is a little low for me. Honestly, I think this guy this could this could be a top four for me. I would agree. And immediately after looking at my next call, I would probably swap these two immediately. Effective immediately. Effective immediately. Okay, so who who are we who are we calling number? Uh, I guess technically it would be number five, but we're actually number six for this one. Anyway. Team three. Team three, Ian Kyle. Okay, interesting. Derrick Henry, I think, obviously, is, dude, he had 30 attempts last. I think they gave him the ball 31 times to, to run it fast. That's they, a lot. They gave him the ball 31 times? Yes, just for rushes. I don't know if he got any targets, but, yeah, 31 rushing attempts. That is fucking <laughs> I mean, he looks like Megatron out there. So it's, dude, he looks so funny, actually. He's crazy. Dude, 31 touches I got, I mean that ridiculous. I mean that is like it, there's that's all gas no brakes there. I yes. Mean, that's, certain. I feel like they probably should be, you know, easing him in maybe 15 to 18 touches just considering he is their whole offense, but hey, if you want a week one win, go get it, I guess. Yep. I mean that's yeah, that's insanity. Uh what else do you think here? What are your thoughts? Eckler, I mean, I can't be mad at him as an RB2. This team is just, it's got a lot of players you can kind of just plug in. His receiving core, I like Slayton. I think he's a boss. He bossed last year as a rookie, which is rare, so you know he's got to be at least a little bit special. And he bossed last night, so he, I think he could be a player that, that isn't really on people's radar. He was probably super late draft. I don't know how I didn't end up with him on my team, because I had him at the end of last year, and he was a freak mode. And then Thielen's solid. He had some garbage time tutties against me this week, which hurt me. But Jarvis, eh, okay. Darren Waller, okay. 
just got all around some solid players. Yeah, I agree. Slayton was a guy, I think that there's always like guys, I feel like that, you know, you, you read about stuff and you just kind of, you're not really thinking because you can't think that deeply about people and, you know, there's so many people and like, so I just checked. Slayton went in the 10th round and it just seems like, that's like, that, even as I'm reading that, I'm like, wow, that's low. Like, I would be thrilled if I had Slayton right now because he looked great again. And like you said, he was a great producer last year. I mean, even if he takes a marginal step up, that's still like easily wide receiver three territory, you know? Yeah, that's crazy, actually. I cannot believe that he was 10th round. And he was probably similar in our league. I just completely... I, I need to, you know, doing this podcast right now just made me realize at the end of this year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some notes and... I'll, I'll return to them in the next year because I never do that at the end of the year say who's really popping who's going off here and who do I think could carry it into next year I'm, I'm going to do that this year so hey there we go hey, I love I love you know self-improvement um, we're learning as we're talking baby amen I do like this team I think I still I'm not as into the Malcolm Brown thing I think ultimately that's going to be like what San Francisco was last year where it's kind of going to be a lottery wheel of uh, is it Cam this week is it Daryl Henderson is it Malcolm Brown I mean, Malcolm Brown's a journeyman, um, never was like, has been like an elite back, never will be an elite back. Like, I just think it's going to be, they're going to ride the hot hand, and if one of them rips off a 12-yard run at the, at the start of the first quarter, they'll get three more touch. you know? Yep, so Cam could be that guy. Yep, I don't, th- what I'm saying is I think like Cam and Malcolm, like, I feel like they're about the same. You know, I don't, I don't consider, like, everyone's really excited about Malcolm Brown, but I just feel like it's all about the same, you know? Sure, I agree. Um, but yeah, solid squad, like this squad. Uh, I definitely like having Landry more than Odell. I'd, I'd love that. I think yep. uh, that'll bode well for him. And there we go. That is Ian Kyle's team. So that was technically six. So now we are at the top four here. So this is the cream of the crop. Uh, yes, and we will put in team... Oh, I'm thinking about making last second change here. Team... These are close. Probably Team 9. Okay, Team 9. Team 9. That is Joe. No, wait. Yep, that's Joe. Joe Lisher? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's just solid squad. I'm looking at it, though. My next one and this one maybe should have been shifted back a little bit. Regardless, Alvin Kamara, I think, is going to be decent. Obviously, Pat Mahomes is money. Dave Montgomery, eh. Okay, RB2, I suppose. Amari Cooper, Juju. Juju looks really good. Amari is a boomer buster, man. He's, he's He is fun to watch, though, and the Cowboys did look electric. And Dak was, like, the second overall QB last year, so the Cowboys could have a good year this year. He's got your boy James Robinson, too. I know. I love James Robinson. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't love him, but he, he's a guy that you can plug in, and, and he's going to be giving the ball a lot, so he does seem to be the lead guy right now we'll see about once that Raquel Armstead rookie comes back because he's on IR but for the time being James Robinson is solid this team may have been too far too far up in the rankings but you know they're decent Keenan Allen's Tyrod I wasn't watching that game too close that was Bengals right yeah I don't know I mean just from what I've seen in the past Tyrod's not great but Keenan runs extremely good routes I don't know how many points he put up did he have a good week he had a decent week. Yeah, I mean, this squad, I think, here is also in my top four, though. I think that... So, Joe got... Joe was drafting... So, I'm not sure when you're... You guys drafted the same day. You drafted Saturday. But this yep. was the day that we had the... Uh, we had, like, the Kamara. He wasn't... He, there was, like, rumors that he might be traded. And then he had, like, a back issue. So, Kamara backslid to the 10th spot. Um, wow. Yeah. And uh, definitely, you know, like it could have, you know, no one wants to miss on their first rounder. And I think that, you know, that, that fear of failure was, you know, Joe, Joe bit his lip and did it. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it created a really, you know, it allowed him essentially to, he has, an, I think, probably the best receiving core right now with Amari, Juju, and Keenan. Like those are three. Solid. I mean, yeah, like probably fringe wide receiver one types, you know? Um, yep. And so it's like that with Kamara and Mahomes. Like those are five real nice players, and ultimately like those five could win you a title, you know? 
Yep, I agree. And, and Big Ben looked like he still hadn't hasn't lost it yet. So good on him. Go Redhawks. Amen, brother. And yeah, so I think that yeah, I like Joe's team. Um, I would say that I don't know if Joe's team is particularly deep. Would be the one thing. He has Debo Samuel in the IR, but that's a foot injury. I don't love that. His tight end is weak with between Hayden Hurst and Gronk. Um, I mean, I think Ruggs, but he's still a rookie, and Curtis Samuel's a gadget guy. I mean, there's just not a lot on his bench that's really speaking to me. But like I said, that five, that those five are going to be tough to beat week in, week out. Yep, I agree. Okay, well there you go. Let's keep it going. Team next team is Team Seven. Team Seven. Okay, let's see. Oh, yep, great squad here. And this is, I'm really glad you said his name. That's Connor Spears. Okay. Turn on you, Spears. This, this, is, is, this, this is a good team here. This is a good team. This would have been my, this is actually my favorite team out the shoot, honestly. Uh, love this team. I love Kyler to death. I've, I said on another pod, he's one of my favorite, he's, I think he is my favorite player to watch in the NFL. Um, I'll let you do your piece here. Yeah, this one hurt me because, I mean, Kyler fucked me so hard last year, but I do. I mean, he's still Kyler Murray. Josh Jacobs looked solid even before the. I really wanted, really badly wanted Josh Jacobs, but I knew he wasn't going to drop to me. I wanted to trade. I tried to trade somebody the eleventh spot so I could try and scoop him, but uh, it didn't. It didn't go through. And then Todd God. Todd God, despite what everyone says, and even this year, I was like, dude, fuck Todd God. But then I looked. I think he was like top twelve or something last year. Like he was still pretty solid. And I, I think the system for him this year. I mean, he's from Atlanta. He's an Atlanta boy. I think he'll do well in that, and I think he did decent week one. I didn't really watch any of the Atlanta game, but as far as I know, I think he did pretty well. Yeah. Tyree Carroll, obviously, is money. A.J. Brown, I think, is a freak. He didn't show it week one. I have him, so that's biased, but I, I think he's a solid player. I also have T.J. Hawkinson. He scored a t- tutty, so that was nice to see. Stafford can sling it pretty well. And Scary Terry, I mean, yeah, he's got he's got some good players. Jerry Judy was a freak in college. We'll see how it have a transition to the NFL. He could be a, a solid eight through sixteen yeah, guy, though. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I like this squad. I think, like, I think Joe Josh Jacobs was like the only. He was the only running back who, if he would have fell to me, I would have. I knew I was taking Kelsey, and then I thought I was taking like a wide receiver, most likely. Um, he was the one running back that, if he fell to me, I would have thought I would have had some real considerations with him. Uh, yeah. Gruden runs the shit out of the ball. He's yep. good. You know, I just... Yeah, and the Raiders have a good offensive line. And then you add... I like his wide receivers, too. Like, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin. Like, not as good as Joe's, but almost there, I'd say. Um, and I really like his... You know, I really honestly like his bench, too. I think that, like, Michelle... Uh, you know, they're going to be running the ball a lot. Michelle's a pretty mediocre player, but they're just going to be running the ball a lot. And he got the goal line touch. That's huge. Um, yep. And Will Fuller is, like, technically the wide receiver one. Now he does have glass bones and paper skin, but maybe maybe it's lightning in a bottle this year, you know, for him. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I like Spears' squad. They also had the highest points this week. So their their team absolutely went off. So How many was it? Uh, 140, I think, 143. Yeah, that's solid. You guys are half PPR, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, it was a good week. So, yeah, love to see Spears. Great job. Great drafted team. I'm thrilled for you. Uh, there you go. Let's keep it moving. Second best team. Uh, team 11. Team 11. Okay. We're, we're probably through process of elimination. Folks could figure it out. But Team 11 is Fez. I mean, yeah. I, I really like this team. Christian and Carson is a, is a good combination. And then he's got some receivers to plug in. T.Y. is a little bit suspect. The receiving core is a little bit suspect, but he has Mike Evans, and I think he's... I mean, Christian Carson, Mike Evans, John Brown, I think, could be a nice little plug-play guy whenever you feel like he hasn't gone off in a little bit or he's due or the matchup is good. I think he has the ability to to produce. Josh Allen kind of has a rapport with him, and, I mean, he just flies, so he's a good player to have on your team. And it's always nice to just have some guy who can bust a 70-yard... TD reception, and he, and he is definitely one of those. So. Yeah, Fez's team is nice. I mean, they are, um, yeah, I like Fez. I mean, Fez's team was also really, I mean, it's always nice. He he finished last last year, so you get McCaffrey, so immediately your team's going to look just nice regardless when that's at the top. Um, yeah, he's just such a, he's so good, man. He's so good. Yeah. It's and, insane how good he is. 
and I actually still like you know I think it once Mike Evans gets healthy a Ty Mike Evans stack is nice I think and then like he has a lot of like good flex wide receivers I think Marvin Jones is excellent um, I think you know Robbie Anderson looked really good for Carolina and might you know could could be kind of stealing in the he, DJ Moore Robbie is yeah he's a popper yeah and you know and it's nice that he has Latavius Murray that's huge too. Um, for a guy that Kamara like definitely did have injury concerns, and I think is a running back that that's one of the that's one of those flyer guys where it's like you have a like an injury prone Kamara who he has standalone value, but also if Kamara gets injured, man, I mean Latavius could be a fringe RB one, you know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then if he if there's a world where he has Chris Carson. Latavius Murray and Christian McCaffrey, and then Ty and Mike Evans. I mean, that's solid. I mean, that is, that's solid. Yep. That's no matter a, how you slice it. That's a tough five. Okay. Well, there we go. So that's the top five. We're running out here, Ryan. Who is your favorite team and your prediction to win the fantasy league? Team six. Wow, Ryan, you've really created a stir with this Tom. selection. It's Tom. Yep, I know. <laughs> It's Tom. Oh my God! Yeah. It's Tom. High school finds an eye, right? <laughs> I can't believe. I would not. I I do think Tom is a good squad. Do not think they are the best. Run me through your thought process here. Okay, this is this is like I was alluding to before. I was looking at maybe some teams. I was looking at as if week one hadn't happened, and then others as if I had. Maybe this one was one of those cases because if Marlon Mack is still there, this team is pretty, it's just got some solid, solid players. There's really just not a hole, because you have, I mean, Lamar and JK together is just, I think that's going to be deadly. I mean, that's later, nice. Later in the season especially, I think that's going to be insane, especially with Zeke. And then you have DJ Chark, who's extremely good. I think DJ Chark is good. Gardner Minshew looked pretty decent. And maybe Jacksonville's not going to be an abysmal team this year. Chris, Chris Godwin's solid. Devin Singletary, I mean, people still like him. I think he could still be a, a decent player. The Buffalo Bills as a whole are a pretty decent team. There just didn't seem to be too much of a hole. I don't know if I would if I would change this going back. I mean, maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. Marlon Mack going down, though, definitely hurts it a little bit. It but does. But can still plug in JK there, so it's like, eh, not a huge loss. And then he can kind of just plug in a flex where he sees fit, whoever he's feeling. I mean, you nail it on a Lamar, you know, in the back half of the year, a Lamar, a Zeke, and a JK. I mean, that's could a, be that could be the three best players at that. Like the th- that could be like the three headed monster no one wants to see. Yeah, I you mean, know, that's, it very well could be. Um, I mean, because you're, it's just nice. To, I mean, you're gonna. Pre- there's a real world where you are owning pretty much every touchdown the Baltimore Ravens are gonna score between, you know, Lamar and Dobbins, and that's just that's scary. I mean, that's gonna be that's one of the best teams of football, and you have two of their maybe top four most important offensive people. Uh, yeah, and I, I I've told you I like Godwin more than Evans in that offense, and then like you said, Chark's nice and. Yeah, just a good squad. Really, really good squad. Yeah. I mean, I'm really... I am I can just see JK2 catching catching many touchdowns from Lamar, which is just huge points, so... Yeah, it's a solid squad. I mean, it's a... Uh, and I will say this, Tom always drafts really well. I I, he, I don't think I there's ever been a, a draft where Tom's come out and I've thought, wow, yikes, that's tough. Um, yep. So, hey, Tom, congrats to you. Congrats on another great year. Um... So there we go. There we go. So the final list was we had, I believe we, our last team was, so we had Dan at 12. We had Bennett at 10, Alex Gertz, or Bennett at 11, Alex Gertz at 10, Chris Gertz at 9, myself at 8. Who was the seventh team? Who was your seventh team? Kind of bounced around a little bit on my rankings. Yeah, uh, I think your six and seven got mixed. It was between it was between Ian and Bill. Uh, I had two, one, seven, five, nine, four, yeah. eight, maybe. What's team eight? Yeah, it was eight. It was that was Ian Imhoff. There was Bill, and then you had Ian Imhoff. So you had so you you change it out to uh, 
Bill Ian Imhoff at seven, and then Bill at six, uh, and then Joe at five, um, and then the, the, the top four was who, Ryan? Top four was six was one, eleven was two. Yeah, so Tom. Twelve was three, I think. Yeah, then... Tom Fez and uh, Spears round out the the top. There you have it. There you go. Well, Ryan, thanks for coming on, my man. I appreciate it a ton. No problem. It's always a good. It's always a good. It's always a good time, man. I, I do enjoy doing this, and I, I I told you I I felt like I kind of lost the magic a little bit, and I hope at the end of this year I didn't just miss on everyone. But you know, some years just maybe like that. Yeah. Hey, you know what, man? It's it's a long season. Don't don't uh don't overreact. Week one. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's important, you know, fantasy, it's like anything else, cooler heads prevail, you know? Yes, indeed. Well, cool, cool. Well, hey, man, thanks again for coming on. Enjoy the rest of your night, and I hope you have a successful fantasy year. Yep, take care, brother. Thanks. Take it easy. Peace. And that wraps it up, folks. Uh, thanks again, as always, for listening. If you want to hop on and share your thoughts, please just text myself or Ian and we'll get you on. Uh, The content train is rolling, and it's not stopping. So thanks to everyone again for listening. Uh, It is with heavy hearts that I uh, chose this next song. As I was was recording the pod, I saw that uh, Michael Thomas is out for several weeks, plus the Lev Bell news. Uh, It seems to be things are off to a tough start for Dan. So, Dan, this song goes out to you, my man. Good luck to you especially, but good luck to everyone as we head into week two and and really let the season begin. So... Thanks for everyone listening, and God bless football. Take it easy, guys.